This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Peter. I'm Mike. Yeah, fuck that last name shit. Yeah. You're all singular name people now. That's right. Yeah, young Madonnas. You're looking at three young Madonnas. Sting over here. What a shitty name. Sting. (laughs) Do you know how he got his name? Uh, Sung by B. Easy. Started singing. Yes. Uh, No, he he would wear a, a... black and yellow striped sweater to like this jazz club that he would perform at and he's like they just started calling me sting because i look like a bee that's pretty lame boo yeah. that boo. story's yeah. lamer than the name dude i think boo. the story might also be fake i don't know yeah because jazz musicians are cooler than that yeah especially at that point in time but british jazz musicians okay i don't well, know yeah like. fair 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 Points guys this is a podcast about basketball Quick Welcome. to the basketball. Kind of get to it. basketball podcast. And it's the end of 2018. It is. So we're going to do a lot of reflecting and also yeah. a little bit of looking into uh, the new year for the earbuds. Which Go inclu- on. <laughs> well, I might as well just cut to the chase right now. Guys, we bit the bullet. We have a Patreon. We're one of those podcasts with the Patreon now. It is. It's who we are. I don't care. What is somebody going to say? Oh, oh, Airbuds podcast. Oh, they're for the people now. Oh, they support the Democratic uh, Socialists of uh, Armenia. Oh, they're going to say that about us. Were we not for the people before we... We were just for ourselves before. We for ourselves. Now we're for the game. Now we're for the love of the game. We're mm. for the streets. Yeah, if we get any patrons at all, I would feel like, oh, well, shit, now we have to serve a customer base, I guess. That's we right. have a lot of freedom at the moment, having no money coming in. Are once you about pe- to turn into, like, guys, the why general we- manager of this? I'm just saying, once people start giving us money, we, it's like then we owe them something. Or, like, they own us, kind of, in a way. Do you want to be sold? Are you trying to be, like, a slave? No, I'm, saying, I'm not <laughs> guys, saying... Guys, if you want to buy my... Like check out our Patreon. <laughs> no, I'm not with slavery. That is my... my if, if you remember one thing I said this year... Mike is pro-slavery, 2018. I am not pro-slavery. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's I'm not. not. I'm not. He's not. We know that. It took me a while to get to that. You've really come a long way, though. Here's the the deal, folks. Is this is a Patreon thing now, and everything is for sale. You know, come through, drop some dough on us. You can come on the show. We'll give you a T-shirt. Yeah, a if lot you, of different levels. We're gonna add some hot extra content too for some subscribers. Yeah. Uh, 
But first, we got to get subscribers because we are. This is our first announcement of it, really. Right. So yeah, yeah go check out. Uh, I'm going to drop a link to the Patreon in uh, in the episode description here, and you know, go to our Twitter, twitter.com/slash/earbudspod, or our Instagram. We'll have links there. But yeah, if you uh, if you've been listening to us for a while, and you want to show some support, you want to try to help us offset the costs of. Uh, of our podcast, which you know, and our schedules too. Our yeah, time yeah. is money, guys. We need yeah. that bread. Uh, Ten dollars a month, and you can pick what color emojis Peter uses. <laughs> yeah. He's willing to use any shade of emoji. You can have him pick anything. He's already using. <laughs> He's been using black emojis this whole time. Is that like so? If you subscribe, like, does that mean I have to start using white, white or yellow emojis? If yes. you, yeah, okay, that's a new reward. Is that you? Peter has to use skin appropriate emojis. Yeah. Um, if you stop with this fucking digital blackface he's doing. We've had this conversation on this podcast before. Well, Ye- years ago, you didn't convince me. Yeah, <laughs> I still feel the way I feel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you want to control Peter's emoji, you should. Digital blackface. Uh, My God. <laughs> Mike is pro-slavery. I'm using blackface. Yeah. Uh, uh, podcast. I'm here? just hanging out. You're like Chris Rock and yeah. <laughs> I'm Louis C.K. and Peter no. and Steve. <laughs> and I Ricky can't is just we need a Seinfeld. I remember when that happened. I remember yeah. when that happened, yeah. too. Wasn't that like on NBC or something? It was on, it was on uh, HBO. HBO, that's what it was. But they, you know, they made a big deal when they put it out, and I was just like, whatever. I feel like I was like, I was smoking a joint when I saw it, and I just shook my head, you know, just like, all right, this is what happens. This is what happens when you're worth more than 10 mil. That was firm in the time, though, where everyone was just so down with Louis. Not everyone, but most people were Not like, me. Louis. All of, most of comedy. Yeah, most of comedy was like, Louis so funny, he can say whatever he wants. And he sure believed it, too. You know, I've got a, a script that, uh, co-wrote with uh, friends of the podcast Jack Knight and Garrick Bernard a million years ago in which we uh, take Louis to task a little bit for using that word and we were we were firmly ahead of y'all time ahead of the time on that one Jeez. yeah too bad you also didn't take him to task for jacking off in front of everyone well that's a good point <laughs> I guess I'll have <laughs> to go back to the spec pilot that nobody bought yep. yeah, <laughs> and rewrite that there. yeah, yeah. Guys, if you subscribe to the Patreon, Mike will rewrite that spec pilot yeah. and Fact. take Louie to task appropriately. Fact. We'll, we'll, I think he's, he's, he's been taken to task. Nobody needs to hear me take him to task. All right. Guys, I'll do whatever you want if you subscribe to our Patreon. I'll do whatever you want to Louis C.K. The point <laughs> is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, check us out. Uh, you know, there's minimal costs going along with this this thing of, uh, you know, equipment and SoundCloud memberships, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it would be nice to be able to uh, kind of offset those costs. And we love our fans, and we'll do anything for you. Please give us money, please. I deserve Spotify Premium. Well, yeah, just get a family plan, darling. Guys, what's the first big, dumb purchase you're going to get with our first Patreon the check? Patreon, though? Yep. I'm going straight to the Goodwill and Van Nuys. Mm-hmm. And I'm buying anything that looks like it could fit me. I'm ordering a Carmelo Anthony Atlanta Hawks jersey. Ooh, that's kind of that's tough right now. That's actually aging nicely. I would love like a throwback, like Carmelo Anthony, like you know the Dominique Wilkins era, like ooh, with like the yellow banner across. Sure, the yeah. 
Also, like that jersey they had when we were playing 2K maybe two or three years ago that had like the real oh, majestic the hawk. hawk. Yeah. That was such a wonderful jersey. Gorgeous jersey. Yeah. I wonder if that exists. It's like in blue room. or black? I think it was like, I don't know. It had like a gradient color thing happening. It was gorgeous. You know the one with the lime green or the, the neon yellow? Mm, no. The beak might have been like neon yellow. Oh, uh, okay. But, anyways, this is the podcast about our Patreon now. and um, That's right. Exclusively. Go hit us up uh, on there and, and be a patron, and uh, we'll, we'll start giving rewards. The rewards can range from uh, custom t shirts to being an actual guest on this podcast. Um, yeah, we'll figure out how to appropriately Skype someone in if you subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, no psychos allowed on that tier. Though. Yeah, you'll be screened. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's move on, guys. Is no, you won't. What? We're not going to screen people. Oh, I'm screening fools. Y'all Who are you screening? I'll stay on. I'm on top of the screening. Okay. Jamel's our security. The beginning I of the screening starts, are you subscribing to our Patreon? And I'm then Professor you should be Griff. good. <laughs> we know right away that they have at least $10 in, in their... Bank yeah, that's account. a really good start. You know what I just realized? Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give any these fucking animals that listen to us a hint on how to scam us. I'll, t- I'll tell you guys after. Oh my God. Uh, we love you, uh, but guys, it's the end of the year, end of 2018, and uh, we thought we would just take some time um, to discuss uh, kind of some some top moments for us. Is that right? Is that fair to say? Yeah. And I, when you said top fives, I was just like, okay, five things. But I got five moments. Just let me go third. Five anything though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just like I'll picking random things about the NBA in the year 2018. I got it. We're in there. So who wants to go first? Who wants to, to, to do their top five? Well, if uh, Jamel's going last. Yeah, I'm not ready. Um, and Mike's introducing it. I guess I'll go. Nice. A little bit about my top five. What can I say? First and foremost, um, it's more just kind of about emotion for me. Like invoking like how I was feeling about something when it happened. Mm-hmm. So I think that they were all kind of um, tied to some kind of emotional, maybe not even emotion for me, but emotion in the thing that happened. So my number five thing, I'm going to go five to one, right? That's how we'll yeah, do it. That's all right. So my, oh, yeah. my fifth most emotional thing that happened in 2018 was the Blake Griffin trade to Detroit. They spent all the previous off season giving him like his own like Halloween style maze of like a, this is your life hanging his fucking banner in the rafters of Staples center. And then Jerry West comes in and just ships him out of town immediately and gets a haul back for him, gets Tobias Harris, gets a wash. Davy Bradley gets who else did he get? There was another piece. Boban. Boban. And the Clippers are, uh, well, definitely in the playoffs right now. And Detroit is cemented themselves as a 500 team in the East for the next, the rest of Blake Griffin's contract. So what was the emotion that you had attached to this? Um, Just like the emotion of Blake Griffin getting totally duped sucked in and then just sucked in and then shot out by the Los Angeles Clippers. Well, what do you th- I mean, he's still getting that money. That money. Yeah. I but just thought he's got to live in Detroit. Well, that'll live in Detroit, but it's also just kind of like it was also the end of Lob City breaking up like like super 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 finally. It was like the last nail in the coffin even though CP3 was gone. 
Um, yeah, I just thought that was like a, a big ass thing era. for me. That was my number five. Yeah. Okay. Should we go around? Should we go in a circle? Should I, I do don't... my number five? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, my 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 end of year list is the uh, the bottom five. It's the uh, five worst things of 2018 in the NBA. So the thing at the bottom of my list, uh, number five, uh, is the Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver, in general, but particularly uh, this year he's the worst because he threatened to move his team to Seattle or Vegas if he didn't get taxpayer money uh, to remodel his shitty arena that his shitty team plays in. Um, he got dunked on by an old lady at a city council meeting who basically said uh, that he sucks at running a team, has never paid for three stars, and that's what you need to win in the NBA today. This 90-year-old lady gets it. Yeah, the yeah. 90-year-old lady, the actor from West Wing. And then she also on. gets off what she clearly thinks is a really tight burn, but it's like something that maybe hasn't been said since the 40s. But referring to his, his money, she said, he's so tight. He squeaks when he walks. I liked it. I was here for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just the Suns are a shitty organization run by a shitty person who is trying to uh, hold his 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 team, the only thing worth going to in Phoenix, hostage, like, because he wants taxpayer money. Like, we all know it's been well reported that it's, like, taxpayers paying for stadiums is one of the greatest scams in, like, the history of the world. The Olympics does it on a grand scale every four years, ruining every city it 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 graces. Like it's just fuck you, Robert Sarver, <clears throat> for thinking you deserve taxpayer money. Amen. Your team is trash, and so are you. And, and so you, is your city. Yeah. Your city's trash. If Seattle ends up getting the Suns, that would be so. Like Seattle deserves better. They had a team stolen from them in the middle of the night. Basically. Yeah, they deserve the Pelicans. Yeah, that's what we want. That's what the country wants. Anyways, Robert Sarver. You suck. Bottom bottom five worst of 2018. Uh, coincidentally, my number five thing is the Phoenix Suns adding the PayPal logo <laughs> to their jerseys. I'm a big PayPal fan. I was kicked off Venmo in 2016. You were? Yeah, Wait, yeah. yeah, why was that? Uh, selling too much weed. And they were just like, you're a business, get out of here? Yeah, yeah. You can't just sign up again with a you're different a bank business, account? You're a business, man. That's what they said. Was it you because know, you're a business or was it because you, you know, Ven- selling weed? You know, you know Venmo. Yeah, it was a business. I mean, because it was in L.A. Mm-hmm. I was working for a company. We're selling weed to people who can't purchase weed mm-hmm. with, like, medical cards and stuff. But we were taking payments. By a Venmo. On Venmo. Paying each other on Venmo. Very... Free love with the Venmo, and Venmo just hollered at me like, "Hey, chill." You know, Venmo is owned by PayPal, right? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why I can still fucking use PayPal, but I can't use Venmo, and they're still emailing me. I still get a fucking Venmo transaction history email once a month. I have been kicked off. But saying that, like, you made no transactions. Yeah, they're just reminding me that I'm a fucking delinquent. Do you think they'll uh, let you buy a Phoenix Suns jersey with the PayPal logo on it? I hope so, because I'm looking at a Kelly Oubre very soon for me. Soon, Bray. Yay. Kelly Soon, Bray? Oh, yeah. my God. Are you... <laughs> so are you still just going to ride with Oubre individually as, a, as like, a, a dude? Yeah, sure. He's a dude. He's my dude. All right. He's He, he was whatever, but he's my dude. 
Nothing wrong with that. I'm pro uh, leather pants. On you know, on a guy who can pull them off, you ain't gonna catch me in the leathers, but smoke them if you got them. Do you wish you could pull off leathers? A little bit. What's like the one thing you guys wish you could pull off? I would Super love to have like long flowing hair, but my hair is like very thick and wavy, so like it never it doesn't like grow out. Luxurious, like you want. Yeah. In the words of, uh, I'd want to like what's the dude from? Yeah. What's the dude from uh, Jonathan from Queer Eye? And with that hair, you know? Mm, Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah. What about Jonathan JBC? Thomas? Uh, Home Improvement well, I've got, 4. I've got that kind of hair. It's got okay. that thick, wavy hair. Hey. It doesn't, but he looks look. like he could pull a ponytail off or anything. I mean, look, have you read Tiger Beat? No, I haven't 90s? subscribed in a long time, no. Y7 or whatever the fuck? Um... Cool. So <laughs> the eBay logo. <laughs> yeah, big fan of that logo. Big fan of PayPal. Shouts out to PayPal. Phoenix, get y'all shit together. Uh, PayPal, that old lady. And quit bullshit. Yeah. Peter, what's your number four? My number four thing that happened in 24, 2014. Yeah, 2014. In, in 2014, 2014 is um, LeBron went back to the Cavs. No, uh, in 2018- Minnesota had one of the most emotional years you could possibly have. They got Jimmy Butler end of 2017. Mm -hmm. He got hurt. They were amazing. And the beginning of 2018, he got hurt. They eked into the playoffs in this emotional, like, last game against Denver. Then they got waxed by – in the playoffs for the first time in, like, what, over 10 years. Yeah. 15 or something. Get waxed by the Rockets. And then all of a sudden, like, Thibodeau just kind of, like, becomes apparently, like, a very apparent bad GM and coach in the summer. Jimmy Butler goes to shit. They ship him out. And the Wolves are going to be in NBA purgatory. They're, like, the West Coast or, like, the... The West Coast uh, Pistons, just like going to max out Wiggins. They maxed out Cat, and they're just like in the same place they were, and all they got was like one droplet of NBA playoffs, and now they're fucked. They're fucked for years and years and years until they get rid of Tibbs, which they can't do soon enough. They're making the playoffs this year, dude. No way. Are you kidding me? They're the the second worst team in the West. Mm, Is that true? But everybody's at 500. They're the second worst team in the West, and they're what fourteen and fourteen. Yeah, they're they're hovering around five hundred. I think they're maybe one game below five hundred. No, I think they're like five games below five hundred. No, they went on. <coughs> they you. went on a little tear. Um, post Jimmy Butler, um, they currently are fourteen and eighteen. Okay, so okay. yeah, worse than I thought, but uh, not far out of the playoffs. Honestly, like they're only two games out right now. Uh, Talk to me. Now, you said it was a very emotional season for the Wolves. You have been saying emotional a lot. Is it weird that Carl Anthony Towns can't show emotion unless it's with a Fortnite emote? What about Wiggins? I don't think Wiggins shows any emotions either. Do you? His braids are too tight to do anything else with his Uh, face. It's like a a Beverly Hills lady getting her face pulled back. Mm -hmm. Just can't do anything. Yoinkty doink. It's just like fucking... Vincent D'Onofrio, Men in Black. Mm. 
Like this. It's <laughs> like a great. It's a great impression. That is really good. Thank you. Did you guys see the new uh, trailer for the new Men in Black? I yeah. Like yeah. 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 You excited about it, Michael? Eurostep. I, I love Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she's know. fun. I don't know. Why? Why do these handsome people get to be funny? They don't. Hemsworth was good in, in Infinity War. Yeah, he was. What funny. else has he been good in? What else were you like? Good job, Hemsworth. Didn't people like him in Thor Ragnarok? I didn't love that movie, but it was fine. Tessa Thompson back at it, right? Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Oh my god, they yeah, like, he is Tessa re- Thompson, bro. That's true. I like everything Tessa Thompson's in. They're like, let's replace Jeff Goldblum with Liam Neeson, and let them reboot another franchise. And Emma Thompson. Do you think Jeff Goldblum was in Men in Black? No, I'm saying he was in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Um, so Minnesota, emotional year for you. Emotional year and like back where they started again. Like still just like fighting for an eighth seed with no hope of any chance of like breaking, like doing anything else. So your fourth biggest moment of the year is just the despair. Yes. The purgatory. Yeah. Is their general. Because they got like a glimpse and then it all went so bad so quickly and they're just like immediately back from whence they started. All right. My number four, worst of the year. Uh, people's weird hatred of Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Why, why does everybody hate Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant can't do anything without a bunch of fucking tough guy Twitter people like making fun of him or tweeting the snake emoji, which God is that old. Like just, he's fucking very good at basketball and he's because he did the thing. He like, uh, he chose himself over the narrative that we wanted for him. Yeah. And fair or not, like it clearly bugs him too. Like he's salty about it too. Yeah. Because it's like, it's his job. It's his life. And yeah. Oklahoma wasn't going to fucking take You've care of You've gone him. back and forth on this like three times this year or two, I feel like. No, I it's haven't. It's tough for everybody to tell. I mean, at first, when it first went down, we all were like, this is fucked up. What's happening? Why? Yeah. No, I mean, I I was fine with it. I'm fine. I've always been fine with it. I think when Boogie Cousins signed with the Warriors, I was like, well, fuck that. But that's a different case. So just the general hatred of Kevin Durant yeah. you think in 2018 has gone way too far. I think, like, people hate him. People hate, hate him. Yeah. Just because he, like, he didn't follow some kind of, like, weird, shitty code of ethics that, like, people in basketball goons have. I hate him because he thinks talking to Bill Simmons a lot is a good idea. See, I like that about him. I mean, I don't like Bill Simmons that much, but... uh but I like that Kevin Durant is talking a lot and just saying what he thinks. No, yeah, I'm, for that, it's just like, is he the it's like is he the sounding board we, we still need? Apparently not. Um, let's uh, let's turn off this game that nobody that everybody's paying attention. No, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. We can do it. Okay, we're watching the Warriors yeah. and the and we're the and the Clippers, Clippers right now, and it's it's just a great game. Mal are just sitting here watching, and not, you are too. Well, You're just facing it more, so it's uh, easier for you. I was doing a little fact checking on my uh, fourth pick, is all. Guys, now that we have a Patreon, we need to be more present for our customers. Do we? We also fans. Are you trying to like do like a like a rebrand, like a Uber rebrand? We're responsible like, we now. We have to say sorry to niggas. <laughs> we don't have to say sorry. Do These I? These idiots have been listening this whole time. I, Jamel, 
Do I need to stop using the black hands emojis? I mean, who do you use them with? Everyone. Everyone? Yeah. I asked you about this, and you said no. Did you change your mind? Do you know how high I was when you asked me? Oh, my God. I'm changing them all right now. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. It's weird. (laughs) Jamal, what's your number four? My number four is uh, back up center for the Washington Wizard, Z. Yamahimi opening his second Steak and Shake location in France. What? Yes, this year, this summer, uh, he opened his second Steak and Shake just outside of Paris. Congratulations, Jan. With all of our hard-earned dollars. You were really excited about that. Yeah, I was stoked. I mean, hey, we're paying him like a starter, and he's using his money wisely. He's investing in his community. Yeah. He's bringing them fresh cuisines. France loves cuisine. Steak and Shake, home of the official steak burger. I've never had Steak and Shake. Wait. It ain't bad. It gets it's, down. It, it's, that's their big thing is like the steak burger? Yeah, what does yeah. that even mean? I think they just use like ground steak. No. So that's their shit. Just like, so a hamburger? Yeah, it's yeah. a hamburger. <laughs> so, it's, on the, it's, like, uh, it's like a little more country... In and out. I it's feel like it's like maybe vibe. it's like yeah. not uniform. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it was like formed by hand. Yes, yes. These are fresh, hand-formed patties, allegedly formed by Jan Mahimi. Himself. How much do you think Jan? Wee 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 Mahimi. Do you think he uh, like has to train? Does he go through like Steak and Shake University to own a restaurant? Because I feel like. I remember hearing at some point that every McDonald's franchise owner like had to like work every job at the restaurant. Is the steak and shake in other parts of Europe? Or is this like his life goal to just like find steak and shakes and like get them through? Because that's gotta be a lot of like I think that is I think he's cornering the market. I think he That's that's gotta be a lot of international like legal st- stuff to jump through hoops yeah. to jump through doesn't it eats in orlando once <laughs> drops two steak and shakes on his homeland all right that's jamel's number four <clears throat> best of 2018 Jan mahimi flouting international business laws in order to uh establish a steak and shake in france let's go peter all right number three for me uh something that i loved and i'll remember 2018 for is Jason Kidd getting fired? Fuck that motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. Screw him. Dumping water on the court. Like, thinking everybody's... Like, thinking like he revolutionized defense by telling his team to, like, hustle. Budenhoser's, like, got them as the... Like, a top three team. Jason Kidd, you're a clown. I don't get why people like him. You beat the shit out of your wife and everyone was super cool with it. And uh, you're a bad coach. So don't let the door hit you on the way out. 2018, bye-bye. All right. Very emotional from Peter. Yeah. This is an emotional list. A lot went into this. A year of our lives, B. This is Peter's 2018 emotion list. It's not. I mean, we talked about it a lot. But it is wild as hell that he thought with a million cameras around, he could just like dump water onto the court to get an extra timeout. I mean, he got the timeout, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, like, right. man, come on, dude. <clears throat> man, He got away with it in the moment. Did he get fined? He must have got fined. I think fine he got suspended. It. Ooh. What a dummy. I like, uh, He. I feel like he wore a tie one night. 
and then was like, hey, I got to be me. <laughs> I can't think with this. You, I feel like he got to let the kid be the kid. He put, he a, he put a tie <laughs> on. He put a tie on and then took it off before every game. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a part of the mantra. I had to cut loose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also just like, Budenholzer, has the, that team is so much more fun to watch. I mean, I know they're a year older and a little bit better, but. No, I mean, he just had them playing the wildest fucking defensive scheme. Like, they just weren't good with him. It was just like you were over-exhausting people for no reason. Yeah. Like, it just was, it was like someone who thought they were being smart, and it was really not. Did you pick Giannis? No. No. The guy who picked Giannis is now in Orlando. There you go. All right, so that's my number three. Number three, Jason Kidd getting fired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my Way bottom by. my bottom five worst uh, number three is uh, a moment that you know we watched this happen together. Did we watch it together? Maybe not, but I mean we were all watching at the same time. Uh, it was an infuriating, crazy moment. Um, uh, I think it made the entire NBA world flip the fuck out. It was when J.R. Smith forgot the score of the game in game one of the NBA finals and basically lost the Cavs that game, yeah. effectively sealing LeBron's exit from Cleveland for good. If there was any cool. uncertainty before then, that's what definitely sealed the deal. I cruel, think cruel, cruel summer. You stared at Peter as you said that as well. Oh, well I noticed to... that you did not blink. I'm looking for his emotions. Well done. <laughs> Do we just want to move on? Uh, there's a lot that's been said about it already. We don't need to. Just I mean, it, but that's one of the worst moments, worst things. I mean, it was also a crazy moment. It I was, literally went to the next day, went to a, uh, a Buddhist monastery and uh, sat in silence for over an hour. Did you really? I really did Damn. In, in Woodstock. Without that, I don't know if I would have been able to uh, move on with my life. It was the next time I saw you after that. You wasn't exactly chill. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just like uh that was the preamble. That was just like you were warming it up to get I had to get uh had to get uh it was bad. I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to anyone. Oh. My lady was not happy with me. I was not happy with the world. Hey, let's move on. <laughs> I'm worried for Beth. Why are you worried for Beth? The Browns are gonna fucking lose a close game and <laughs> Then she's gonna be trapped in that apartment with you. <laughs> you think he's, you think sports is gonna turn him into like Jack the, the fucking Shining? That's the only thing that gets Peter like up is sports. <laughs> up like up like how, Michael? Peanut? Yeah, like no, not like that. I'm not like that perverted reviewer that made that comment about drier than the Sahara. Yeah, no, remember that? I remember that. That was a good. That's actually number two on my list. No, oh. that's not. That's not. No, I mean I'm just I'm joking. I don't think Peter's actually going to harm his fiance. Damn, Mike, <laughs> this is dark as hell. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's no, move let's on. Go, what's your number three? This is a dark end, of, end of year 2018. Uh, my list. number three moment of the year is the gif of Russell Westbrook eating what appears to be a little uh, uh, Keebler fudge stripe yeah. cookie mm-hmm. on the bench opening night. It's perfect. <laughs> and he's also dressed like. Uh, Meg Ryan opening night of uh, You Got Mail. I mean, that's an excellent gif. It's perfect. Sneaking it's a little cookie. Sneaking a little cookie. Ain't it's peak, peak Westbrook on all levels. Hold on, let me get this cookie. In my... You can add sound wherever you want. It's perfect. It always hits. It's a great caption for any tweet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who ca- who captioned it. 
bless your heart. You you are the one. All right, Peter, you want to you want to keep this train rolling? Sure. My number two is Nikola Jokic. Is that of him? Uh, this is his uh beginning of his coming out party as like probably what should be a top five player in the National Basketball Association. I think last top year, five. maybe probably MVP. Whoa, whoa! You can't see it right now, listeners, but whoa. pump your my pump eyeballs your are bulging. What MVP? Nikola Jokic, top five player. That means uh, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry, uh, Joel Embiid, and Jokic. Kawhi. I mean, definitely top ten. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's having a great year. Homeboy's averaging eighteen, ten, and seven and a half as a center. Mm-hmm. Almost a block a game, a steal and a half per game. He really, uh, I just feel like this, like, I don't know if it's it's playing in Denver, the fact that he kind of moves in slow motion. Can't jump. Can't jump. But other than that, 2018 felt like, at least the beginning of this season, feels like this should be his, like, coming out party. Um, I'm for it. I love watching the Nuggets. They're so much fun to watch this year. He's so much fun to watch. He just feels like the game is never too uh, moving. It's always moving like very slowly for him. And I'd also put uh, um, for other like uh, white Euro stars. Uh, Donkic is uh, Luka Donkic is uh, they're like my my tied top two white um, people. Yeah, white people having their day. Top whites. No. They're definitely the top whites. Now is okay. So we got Boban. We've got Luka. Now, Boban is more just, like, adorable. No, no, what I'm saying, feel me here. Okay. I'm thinking a My Giant reboot. How do we get all of these white European stars into a film together? You know for sure that Billy Crystal has pitched all over town a My Giant remake with Boban, right? Like, that's... He's at Fred Siegel right now pitching it. Yeah, people have said no to that so many times already this year. I think he's doing color announcing for a Clippers game. Yeah, he is. That ought to be fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> it has similar opinions there like that. Yeah, right. so I mean, so number two for me is uh, Jokic kind of like fully breaking out and uh, Donkic just being fucking fantastic. Definitely my favorite rookie to watch. Not even yeah. close. I mean, it's because he's, he's also – is there something about both these players because they're both kind of like doughy and not very athletic and it's like – Are you saying I'm projecting? No, I was more – Because you'd be like, right. It's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's man. like it's funny to like see Luka Doncic like be good at basketball because it's not what you would expect. He looks like a, he looks like a snack pack. He looks like a vanilla yogurt snack pack or With something. Step back though, he's got step, the step back, back is back. nasty. That's the he's got the step back. We all wish we. Yeah, had. his shot That's is true. wild. So that said, that's my number okay. dose. Uh, my number two, two for two, is Michael Jordan slapping Malik Monk in the back of the head. Uh, what happened recently? This made uh, high up ranking on my my worst of the year list. Uh, I just think 
it got kind of like laughed at by everybody. Everyone's like, oh, it's like a like a, a dad. Like that's his boss. Like that's, that's his, his fucking boss. boss. Like then that's so like that's work. That's literal workplace harassment. Yeah, on I television. Don't, I don't think there's any like real affection in it. I think Michael Jordan is like he's he's a noted jerk. <laughs> yeah, the, the the you know he's a jerk because he tried again. Yeah, the he, second attempt is real. Uh, he missed jerk shit. Yeah, if he did it, if he popped him once the first time, I promise you, you wouldn't feel so weird about it. Yeah, it's just like your boss treating you like a child. Like yeah. that's an adult man. Like I know he's like young, but like Malik Monk is an adult man with a job. Like, and then Michael Jordan just treats him like a piece of shit in front of now millions of people while wearing a dumb sweater of his own brand it's got the air on it like in michael's defense he's a terrible dresser he does treat every single person in his entire life like a piece of shit see i wouldn't call that a defense i call that oh right sorry more yeah. more part of your case against him yeah no no 100 percent. he's a he's a big old piece of shit but you know whatever it's michael jordan so yeah, you gotta deal uh, with it. He I, never changed his genes. He's not gonna change his attitude. It's just it's also like He did change his like, Hitler mustache though. That's fair. Yeah. People were like I yeah, what got to me the most was that people were like being like What was a bonehead play? And it's like a, it's like there, there's something like paternalistic that people are like projecting onto it. Can you I'm imagine like, if any that's other a, that's a man with a job. That's if, not yeah, a, that's yeah, not a kid. Yeah. We don't own like we don't have ownership over these kids like that. Like I don't. Or, Can I don't you imagine know. if any other owner would have done that? Oh God, it would not have gone over well. Yeah. Big fucking deal. Oh yeah, I mean Mark Cuban. Yeah, if Cuban did it, he's smacking like, like Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, while we're here, but she said, "Well, wait, if he if he smacked Luca, would it be as weird?" Can well, Mark Cuban? Smack a white play. Can he smack JJ Barea? Yeah, and it'd be fine. Maybe we know he can't. Maybe smack, he can't smack any of the black people yeah. on the team. That's out. Is JJ Barea pushing it as a spicy white? Oh yeah, for sure. He's, yeah, he's, he's a white Hispanic. <laughs> he's a spicy white picante yeah. blanco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick tangent. Man. Tangent while we're here. Uh, Mark Cuban should have made my end of year list. I, I, this is an oversight that he's not in my bottom five worst of the year. Uh, did you guys see the comments he made uh, recently to some European like country, whatever country Lucas from? No, there was some. He was talking to press for some paper out there, and he basically was like, "We should send like all of our players to." Um, to like Europe to learn to play basketball because all they're learning here is like how to make mixtapes and be a thug essentially. Oh boy. All you, right. He brought SoundCloud into it. Yeah. All right. Rough. Well, also tough year for Mark Cuban because turns out that his in every woman in who works for the Dallas Mavericks has been getting sexually harassed for mm-hmm. as long as he's on them. Yeah. He Mark learned Cuban. that in America. I yeah. Assume? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. right. Yep. Cool. Okay. On SoundCloud. Sick. Yeah. Also like, I don't know. Whatever. Mark Cuban, dumb fucking old man, racist shit. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Love it. Jamel, what's your number two of the year? I'm still pro Shark Tank. Uh, my number two. Oh, yeah. I yeah, watch Shark Tank all the yeah, time. Yeah, come on. Let's, yeah. We're not crazy here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's my, not what's getting him rich also. Yeah. <laughs> my number two thing is uh, a preseason video Damian Lillard made making fun of everybody posting 
workout videos. It's him in the Lakers gym uh, with a couple of dudes, like, working out with him while he has on, like, a paintball mask and a cape. And uh, dudes are trying to hit him with, like, pool noodles. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember this video. It's a good video. He, like, hula hoops. And then he does, like, dribbling drills. Uh, it, it's one of the funniest things I've seen. Quite a sneak diss to the entire league. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well done. And pretty funny. It was pretty funny. It was also uh, a good moment because, like, I don't think I knew Damien Lillard had a sense of humor. All we knew was he rapped, and sometimes his raps got a little backpacky. Yeah, and I don't know. Everyone, like, talks about how good of a rapper he is. I'm like, I don't think he's that good. He's good for an NBA player. Yeah. Yeah. We know know he could be signed to raucous records. That would be. In theory. CJ McCollum. He could have been on Sound Boom in three. <laughs> all right, that's all. Peter, you got a you got your number one. Yes, number one in twenty eighteen. So it all it starts in twenty seventeen. Oh boy! Actually, even further back than that. <laughs> the three of us, more often than not, Michael and myself would go to Clipper games, and we would watch one thing be certain: everyone on the Clippers hated Austin Rivers. Mm-hmm. And if anyone hated Austin Rivers the most, it was definitely Chris Paul. Chris Paul fucking hated Austin Rivers, and we could we could feel that tension all the way up in the 300 sections. Chris Paul said, he like outright said that one of the reasons he left was because of Austin Rivers. Yes, he left the Clippers because of Austin Rivers. Or won it out. I mean, he, he got traded. But Cut to the last week of 2018... Where the floundering Houston Rockets, who gave Chris Paul the basically like a four-year max, and he's been hurt most of the season with that same hamstring because he's an old point guard who's not going to age well, and they have zero depth, and they signed Austin motherfucking Rivers, and Chris Paul had to come out. And give everyone a Bleacher Report update today saying he was super cool with Austin Rivers coming to the Houston Rockets. Uh, That's wild emotional. That is the most amazing. Chris Thomas. Incredible. Karmic. Ridiculous. Man, it's just it's just it's just like a you know, like a chef's kiss. Yeah. What goes around comes around, my dude. Like is, Chris Paul, you were throwing temper tantrums for four years at, at Stable Center, blaming everyone else for your problems, and uh, yeah, that's why it's just wild. It's that's delicious. It. It's, it's delicious. Very, it's it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sweet and savory. Yeah, because you know we talked about Austin Rivers last week, and yeah, basically Jamel predicted that he was going to get cut immediately. Yeah. And I'm surprised he got picked up. <clears throat> Apparently, yeah. no, nobody wanted him, but I guess the Rockets are just fucking over a barrel. And I'm guessing Doc Rivers must have put a call into someone, right? Chris like, Paul. He called Chris. Oh, yeah. And but Chris Paul. On, dude. I don't know. It's crazy to me. Austin Rivers uh, doesn't belong in the league. Good on you for getting your paycheck. Yeah, he, um, should, be, he should be averaging 30 in Italy. Right now, and modeling very cute boots. Yeah. It's a really good idea, actually, for him. Yeah. Go play for Parma, man. Get the fuck out of here. 
River side note, uh, Rivers related side note. Uh, fun to see that Doc Rivers can actually coach. Yeah. Amen uh, to that. This is a, like, you know, for a long time, it felt like he was just a bad coach and he's definitely a bad GM. Um, but uh, this Clippers team this year is, is a team that requires a good coach at the helm. And he's really, you know, what are they? Second or third seed now? Yeah, the top know. four in the West, though. Yeah. They, they, they kind of were, had a rough patch there. Yeah, for a yeah, few they, weeks. They, they fell off a little bit. But yeah, it's like, it's crazy to me. Like, oh, yeah, Doc Rivers is, Look, this is why everyone says he's good. Again, baller move by Jerry West coming in there, taking Doc's job, and still convincing him that his life is better off if he just, just coaches because now he can golf much easier. You yeah. know, he can golf with like a much freer mind. He doesn't have to worry about yeah. salary cap or anything like that. Like live your best LA life. Best yeah. Do you think he called Houston and was like, you got to take this fucking kid. No, <laughs> he, I he think can't come to LA. Cause I got to golf. He wants to come golfing with me now. Yeah. Imagine Austin rivers, like trying to move back in. Yeah. Hey no. dad. <laughs> Time for us to finally have that relationship that I weirdly complain about in public yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. I think Doc is so out on anything player personnel now that Jerry West is there. I believe it. He's just like living his best self. But it's also like, yeah, someone they bring in like not only someone to take your job, but like the best person in the world to do it, like ever. Like the guy who who designed the Warriors. Yeah. Like now has your job designing your team. Also, like, basically, oh, there's I can add to this situation. Design the sustainability of the Memphis Grizzlies for some somehow as like a feisty ass team in the West. Yeah. Um. Well, great. Austin Rivers signing with uh, <laughs> the Houston Rockets is very funny. And it's a great, great moment. Also, Carl Thomas sung "Emotional." Look it up. It's a great song. I misspoke. I said Chris Tom Thomas. It's Carl Thomas. Shouts out to you. Also, I wish I never met her. Is fitting. Another mm. Carl Thomas jam. Yeah, that fits for this scenario. Yeah, uh, if any of our listeners caught that, <laughs> I'm surprised. Good on you. Uh, all right, my my number one in my bottom five worst of 2018 uh, would have to be Brian Colangelo trying his damnedest to destroy the Sixers before eventually getting fired. Uh, Brian Colangelo was a huge mistake. He undid. Just to be clear, you're not saying the worst is the like ringer expose that exposed him and got him fired. You're saying the worst of 2018 is everything he did before that. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess so, yeah, culminating. culminating right. Okay, no, because I, I agree but, with you. I, it seems like I feel like you were happy when he was fired. Oh, I was very happy when he was right, fired. But right. like the shit with the vaguely racist Twitter accounts and. That uh, was dicey. And taking faults and every trade he he did we just gave up too much like we had worked for years and years and years to uh amass these assets and then he would give away like just random picks for fun it seemed like like he was he's a bad basketball man <laughs> he's, show us on the doll where the man hurt you michael he tried to undo the process and uh, you know the process is done. It's uh, it, it, I'm not happy with where we're at right now. I, I can't say that it's all his fault um, because obviously Elton Brand made the trade for Jimmy Butler, which was obviously a no-brainer trade. But now we have no depth. Uh, I will say that Brian Colangelo drafted Markel Fultz. Uh, not only did he draft him, he traded up for him. Yeah, and uh, what a 
fucking awful idea that turned out to be. So, uh, Brian Colangelo, uh, get the fuck out and take your burner phones with you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Can't really argue. Yeah. That, man. Can't be 50 with a burner. Yeah. You just can't be. You got to work twice as hard if you're like the son of someone who did it really well. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, that's right. No, you don't. You yeah, just get no, handed you don't. to you, you, just you get, all you the get time. The job literally oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. The NBA office just like kicked out Sam Hankey and forced yeah. them to. Jerry Colangelo came in and then hired his son and then he left. And then Brian Colangelo tried his fucking hardest to destroy the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he sucks. Uh, but just to dovetail, I do have one top moment of 2018, and it's uh, it's Jimmy Butler. Oh, Jimmy Butler joining the Sixers. Yes. Uh, I couldn't just have everything be negative. I love Jimmy Butler. I feel like, yes, of course, like I just mentioned, Sixers have no depth, uh, and that could be a oh yeah, y'all are doing problem eventually, but not um, until like the East Finals. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler's great. Uh, he's a great player. I know we we had kind of said some stuff about him as being a terrible coworker uh, early on in the season because you know he was being a terrible coworker, Pretty bad. but. Uh, but you know, now he's on now he's on my favorite team, so <laughs> it's all love. It's all love. Eastern semis should be Eastern semis should be fucking beautiful this year. It's gonna be great. Toronto, Milwaukee, Boston, and the Sixers is four very good basketball teams. It's gonna be it's a totally fun different month of May. Di- How's that? It's gonna be a fun month of May. Yeah, it really is. Across the board. Um I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy for you guys. Thank you. Also, like, TJ McConnell has very, like, um, you're going to be annoyed when I say this, but has very, like, Della Vadova vibes in terms of, like, putting people in good positions. Not maybe that much of a factor in the playoffs, but, like, so much better for, like, the immediate with Jimmy Butler than anything Fultz was going to do. And I, and Fultz is, like, a disaster and sad as hell. But I don't think his career's over. Yeah, his career's over in Philadelphia, probably. Don't you think? I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're just gonna shut him down and like ride it out, I guess. Yeah, he's probably due to be reevaluated eventually. Uh, T.J. McConnell actually sucks, <laughs> and uh, you've been you've been consistent in saying that. I have been consistent in the other way. Yeah, he's like a gritty, fun fan favorite, and I think people think he's better than he is. But uh, he 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 kind of tries to create too much. He's a poor shooter. And he tries to create his own shot off the dribble a lot. Well, I guess and that is not good because he he tries to take games over in crunch time. Uh, and we have him in there because we don't have anyone else. He's he's I don't know. I don't know the uh, advanced metrics on TJ McConnell. Uh, I would have to look at his plus minus or whatever to see like how he actually is. But my gut is he's a really hardworking player that isn't that good. <laughs> I, I don't watch every Philly game. I'm not watching them every day, so I'm not going to act like I know more than you. All I know is every time I turn on Philly, T.J. McConnell looks like he's doing something that y'all need. He's a, yeah, be a a body because we don't have any depth. He's a quality backup, and if I was the GM of the Sixers, he's the reason I never would have drafted Fultz. I already got a backup. I don't need – we're trying to win now. Should have been Tatum. The fuck? Mm. I mean, also because, well, that's another thing that is Ready not, it, 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 not on anyone's list, but like too many fucking cooks in Boston, man. 
Oh, yeah. Like, especially oh. fucking Trump-loving Hayward just slunk, just sucking it up this year. He is bad. I He's mean, bad. Like, But Kyrie's coming back. Yeah, I mean, but whose team is it? I don't know. You never know, because Jalen Brown and Tatum both seem to like want to be the guy. I don't know. It's Kyrie's team because he's the one with the sneakers. That's true. That's true. Speaking That's of uh, speaking of sneakers, does, does your top top item have to do with sneakers? <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to it keep better. it moving here, guys. Oh, Lord, yeah. uh, my top moment. Believe it or not. John Wall's Team USA photo. (laughs) It has to be. It has to be because nothing encapsulates the wizard season. Peter's jovial. Motherfucker didn't turn into Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Damn, man, that was that was the first warning sign. You're right, man. Yeah, it was like uh, the fucking first episode of Game of Thrones when the old lady goes to Brandon Stark and is like, "Look, winter's coming, you, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. You don't even know how bad." I remember that quote. Like, yeah. I'm invincible. Yeah. And then he got pushed out of fucking roof. Oh man. You know what I mean? Oh and man. That happened to me. It happened to my team. Oh, and, I'm uh, sorry. The no. photo sums it up the best. Just a man extremely hungover who was still on time for work. Any, <laughs> anytime you gotta commend him for that. You <laughs> get excited about something he does. You should just look at that picture again. Oh, I do. I look at it every day, and I look at the uh, Photoshop one where they put his head on Papa John's body. Mm. I look at that every day. I put his head on uh, on the ODB record. Yeah, that was a great one. That was good. That was a very good Photoshop by you. Um, well, yeah, nice. John Wall's photo. That's amazing. It's a very good photo. It's, uh, you know, it, it brought the NBA fan community together. Didn't his mom? Than any Wizards victory could have. Didn't his mom, like, text him to be like, you look like shit? Yes. <laughs> And he told us yeah. that his mom hit him up with that. Yeah. Look, I know this is no way to go out, and we shouldn't like talk about a game that's happening while we're um, while we're recording. But like, fuck, man, Draymond is the fucking worst to watch. He just runs his goddamn mouth all the fucking time, and he thinks he's gonna get a fucking max this year. Man, he's such a fucking clown. I hate Draymond. I fucking hate Draymond. We know what? Fuck him. If he was on the Cavs, you'd love him. You'd love him. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. Oh, my God. I don't want him on the fucking Cavs. That's going to happen. Fucking Michigan State ally Dan Gilbert's going to give him the max. Doug, you want him on your team. No, I do not. Why? Because he's not nice? I don't want him on my you team. You want nice guys on your he's team? He's washed. He's small. He's, like, basically, like, injury-prone beyond belief now. And he's... Ugh, man. Does he have a defensive player of the year coming to him? This year? Not this year. No. Not this year, but... He hasn't played. He's hurt all the time. Um, He can't shoot anymore. He's... I mean, I feel like that's... He can't shoot anymore. That might be true. He can't shoot at all. Uh, I'd still want him. He still averages good numbers, uh, assist-wise and rebounds, and he plays really good defense. Uh, Yeah, I want him. Yeah, I'd take him. You guys can fucking have him. 
All right. <laughs> All right. And then we'll bust your dumbass team's ass. Oh, I don't have. You mean the Lakers, my team? <laughs> Guys, that's been our uh, our weird list of 2018 <laughs> moments. Uh, that's Patreon worthy. That yeah. was a good pod. Uh, Patreon day. Yeah. Is there anything we want to, you guys want to plug? Any, Jamel, you're going back to DC, right? Yes, sir. Uh, you got any shows out there? Yeah. Um, three joints, December 29th. I'm at a Wonderland Ballroom at 6 and 8 p.m. with uh, the young lord, uh, Brandon Wardell. And then I'm at the DC Improv Lounge that same night. And then you'll probably catch me at Big Hunt. I probably won't have any weed on me, you know. This is a family affair. I'm I'm cooling. Oh, and uh, uh, January fifth, uh, Jamel uh, Johnson and Acquaintances Part Two, uh, Slim's Diner Uptown, Georgia Ave, DC. Oh, nice. So that's on the by coastal. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be right back out here for that ass. More shows. Uh, Broccoli House on Instagram. Above all else. Peter, you got anything you want to plug? Uh. I got some shows coming up in January, but we'll do another pod, I'm sure, at some point. John, when are you coming back in town? I'll be back on the 7th, but uh, we should try. I don't know. What, what y'all doing tomorrow? Hmm. Uh, uh, I got to go shopping. I might need some Taco Bell. I'm going to go shopping as well. Oh. Galleria? Gallerizi? Oh, uh, I was thinking more of uh, of food shopping Ooh. for Saturday. Oh, like to eat. Christmas Day, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Make some food. Gonna have some friends over here, watch some games. If you're in uh if you're in LA and you want to come watch some basketball games with uh two thirds of the airbuds, uh Yeah, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna invite some fucking stranger. Hit us up on Twitter and uh well, we will I'll give you a fake them. address. I'll still screen them. Oh yeah. For y'all. I'll screen them if you're gonna them. be traveling, you'll need something to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check out some bios, mm-hmm. some LinkedIn pages. Yeah. So uh, yeah, at Airbuds Pod on Twitter, at Airbuds Pod on Instagram, at Airbuds Podcast on Gmail. Yeah. Gmail us some stuff. Yeah. Uh, go to our Patreon. Uh, you know, consider tossing some some cash our way. Why not? We've given you a. We're giving you two years. Two years 70, of free entertainment. Almost seventy five episodes. It's time for us to get on. Yeah. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. <laughs>